your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we'll recap a productive weekend for the Wild against the Anaheim Ducks, featuring two wins and four points. We'll also talk about Kirill Kaprizov's continuing amazing performances and the final couple of games of the season against the St. Louis Blues. We will answer some mailbag questions from last week as well. So plenty to get to here on a Monday edition of Locked on Wild. My name is Seth Topol, your host of Locked on Wild, a veteran of over 10 years of sports coverage of Minnesota teams, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along and make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's dive in and a 4-3 win for the Wild on Friday, a 4-3 win for the Wild on Saturday, both in overtime. Both games had a little bit of a different script as to how they got to overtime and uh, what led to the uh, the wins for the Wild in both instances. Had a chance to go to Friday's game in person. First time seeing Kirill Kaprizov uh, in action. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, it was just good to get back to the XL Energy Center. And uh, good to see the Wild be able to uh, take care of the Ducks and get uh, two, uh, two wins that they definitely should have gotten. Although, if I'm being completely honest, there we saw stretches from the Wild, especially on Friday and in uh, in Saturday's game as well. Stretches of play where the Wild seemed to kind of play down to the Ducks level, and this is something that we've seen throughout the season. But I think it's encouraging as well because the Wild have showed that in instances where they don't have their best stuff or their best. Um, it, if they do not play their best, they can still do what they need to do in order to come away with wins. And uh, they definitely did that uh, against the Ducks on Friday night, the game that I was at. Uh, there were a couple of sequences where the Ducks had some sustained pressure in the uh, the wild zone. And uh, there were some points where you're like, you know, this uh, this could get a little dicey, but... The Wild never panic, and uh, they are able to take care of business, get the game into OT, and uh, and win it. And Kirill Kaprizov in that Friday game was uh, sensational, as he typically is. Um, the game winner, 17 seconds into overtime, um, and just continues to uh, to be electric, and now has widened his points lead over Jason Robertson to eight points. Uh, for the Calder Trophy. So uh, at this point, I think it's pretty much wrapped up for Kaprizov. And interesting note for Kirill, just having a chance to watch him and uh, and, and the things that aren't caught on camera. Uh, the Wild have gotten to the point where they definitely scheme some plays in for him, uh, plays that came close to uh, to resulting in goals, but um, couldn't quite get uh, couldn't quite seal the deal. Um, in, in any of those instances, but he is fun to watch and um, 
27 goals now on the season. Again, in a 56-game season, he's got two games left. There's an outside shot that he could get to 30 by the uh, the end of the season, which would be absurd. Uh, and so that was uh, that was Friday's game. Saturday, much of the same. The Wild had a two-goal lead, and the Ducks able to tie it in the third period with under a minute left to play, but then Victor Rask unties it in overtime. And the Wild now 35-14-5. They keep pace with the Colorado Avalanche for second place in the Honda West Division. Just one point back, although uh, the Avalanche do have a game in hand. So they're within striking distance of trying to uh, trying to vault up into that number two spot in the division. We'll see if they can get it done. But uh, still, a very, very exciting finish to the season on the way. And... Uh, Two games against St. Louis now uh, on tap for the Wild. Let's get to our three stars of the night. Uh, and actually, we'll make this into a three stars of the weekend uh, with the uh, the Wild having played two games since we spoke last on Friday. And uh, going with our third star of the night, uh, third star of the weekend, I should say. And uh, we are going to go with... Nico Sturm, who uh, had a goal in Friday's game, an assist in Saturday's game, and um, just continues to provide blazing speed uh, for this wild team. So Nico Sturm, the third star of the weekend. Second star of the weekend, we're going to go with Victor Rask, who had a goal in both games. He scored uh, the first goal of the game for the wild on Friday and the OT winner on Saturday. And then the first star of the weekend, of course, has to be Kirill Kaprizov, um, a goal in Friday's game, two assists in Saturday's game, uh, including the OT winner on Friday. So Kaprizov is your first star of the weekend, as uh, has been pretty typical for him over the uh, the last several weeks uh, for the Wild. So that's, uh, that's a little bit of a look at uh, what happened over the weekend. When we come back, we're going to play overreaction or not, because uh, as I alluded to on Friday, there is definitely something up with uh, with Zach Parisi. So we're going to revisit that amongst other things. Continuing to recap the Wilds two games against the Anaheim Ducks over the weekend that resulted in a sweep. More on the way here on Locked on Wild. But first I want to talk to you a little bit about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Moving right along on a Monday edition of Locked on Wild, recapping the two-game sweep for the Wild against the Anaheim Ducks over the weekend. And uh, we are going to continue with overreaction or not 
uh, because we have a fairly large topic to discuss here uh, in this one. And it's something we discussed in last week's show, but I had mentioned on Friday in uh, in one of my bold predictions for the weekend that I thought Zach Parisi would be scratched in one of the games. I did not anticipate that it would be both. And uh, this now is something that is definitely going to have to play out um, either way uh, for uh, the Wild and for Zach Parisi. Uh, Jesse Pierce of the Athletic, NHL.com, and uh, the Bar Down Beauties podcast had a couple of tweets regarding Zach Parisi from uh, Friday and uh, Dean Evason on just the reality of Parisi simply being the odd man out and getting a second straight scratch. Dean said, it's the numbers and we have to make a decision and it's a tough call, but you have to make that decision. Uh, Jesse also notes that uh, this is what Zach Parisi has done so far this season. He has 18 points, 7 goals, and 11 assists in 44 games played. He is 13th on the team in points. Zero points in his past nine games following a three-goal streak from April 14th to 17th. His ice time has dwindled significantly. His average time on ice of 13.55 this season compares to his average of 18 minutes, 18 seconds uh, throughout his career. And so I, I'm wondering if Bill Guerin is, is playing a little bit of, uh, of chess here to uh, try to get Zach Parisi to waive his no-movement clause uh, so that he can uh, potentially be taken by the Seattle Kraken in the uh, expansion draft and allow the Wild to protect uh, some other players that they would not want to lose uh, in the expansion draft. But I think the reality of the situation is just that this is where Zach Parisi is at right now in his wild career. He has not had uh, a good season by really any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he has at times looked um, a, a little slow out there. And uh, as a result, you've got other guys that are in better positions to help this team out. And, you know, Nick Bugstad missing time. Uh, also had uh, Marcus Johansson miss some time as well. And so uh, those are guys that have done more for the team um, this season when they've been in the lineup than Parisi has. And so at, at this point, it just Zach is the one that needs to sit. Uh, now, will he play a role on this team come the playoffs? That remains to be seen. But uh, as of now, really not a spot for him in this lineup. Um, and so he's, he's got to be the one that, uh, that rides the pine for now. And uh, with, with Parisi, you would imagine that he just wants to go somewhere that he can be productive um, and, and can play a role on a team. And so maybe the Seattle Kraken are that opportunity for him to, uh, to finish out his career. Now, the other portion to this that is going to affect both him and Ryan Suter, although I think a lesser extent Ryan Suter, because he looks like at this point he still has some uh, some good hockey left in him, although he'll probably slide further and further down the depth chart uh, on the defensive side of the ice, um, is the uh, recapture penalty for if Parisi or Suter retire before their uh, before their contracts are up. We'll look more at that in the offseason, but that is just an interesting note to bring up with these two 
because uh, that will come into play depending on uh, on when Parisi or Suter opt to retire or if they stick it out and they play through the entirety of their contract, which would uh, certainly help as well. So I think ultimately this will end up with Parisi uh, leaving and, uh, and waiving that no-movement clause and then heading to Seattle so that he can get a little better opportunity to play on a regular basis. And uh, unfortunately, that will lead to the end of his wild tenure. But at this point, if he were more productive, he'd be playing. That's, that's really all there is to it. If he was a more productive member of this team, he would be playing. And uh, he just isn't at this point. So uh, the only other item that I really had to get to um, for overreaction or not today was uh, if it was concerning that the Wild had to go to overtime to, uh, to ha- take care of the Ducks in uh, both Friday and Saturday's game. Uh, that is an overreaction because uh, at this point, the Wild uh, are just trying to make sure that everybody is healthy. They uh, had rested Kevin Fiala. He came back into the lineup. But um, this team, you know, it's in a weird spot because they clinched a playoff spot so early. Uh, they're now trying to make sure that everybody is healthy and uh, and ready to go for the playoffs. And so, you know, you're not seeing as full of a throttle as you would uh, would probably normally see. But that's something that's been a little different about this Wild team this season is that it seems like on nights where they don't necessarily have their A game, they still have been able to pull out wins, which is uh, is encouraging and I spe- I think speaks to where this team is at uh, and how good they are is that, you know, if they don't bring their best stuff on any given night, they still have opportunities to uh, to win the game. And, uh, and they did that Friday and Saturday. That's pretty much all you can ask for. Uh, and uh, an interesting note as well, that this Wild team will have the best winning percentage at home in franchise history. Uh, they uh, are going to finish the, uh, the season with 21 wins at home, uh, 21-5 and 2, I believe, uh, the uh, the final record for the Wild at XL Energy Center. So uh, tremendous work that they did at home. Pretty good on the road, but uh, but not as good. And I mean, those top three teams in the West all great at home. So hopefully the Wild can win these final two games against the Blues on Wednesday and Thursday and set themselves up for an opportunity to host that first round series uh, against whoever they play. When we come back, we will get to some mailbag questions left over from last week to uh, round out today's episode. That is next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is underway. You can track every pitch, every at-bat, all at BetOnline.ag. The NHL finishes the regular season this week. The NBA is in the playoff push, so there's plenty of other sports action for you to place bets on as well. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and your favorite UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for one second longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device 
to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If you haven't tried a Built Bar yet, you are definitely missing out. You know, Built Bar, those great tasting and good for you protein bars. Built Bar's got nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Plus, they all are packed with protein. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein per bar, only 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar, and just 4 grams of net carbs per bar. There are even a couple that have over 18 grams of protein. I'm a big fan of raspberry myself, but if you're not sure which flavor to start with, you can get a mixed box with two each of the nine flavors. So if you're looking for a great snack that's also good for you, head to BuiltBar.com and make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Final segment of a Monday episode of Locked on Wild. Again, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Locked on Wild. And you can follow me on Twitter as well at Seth Topes. Appreciate the mailbag drop-ins that were sent to us. And so we will answer those here in uh, rapid succession. We'll we'll elaborate a little bit on each question, but we want to make sure that we get to all of them here today. Uh, Laura at the Active Stick, co-host of Locked On Canadians, asks, which player do you think has really stepped it up in the past two to three weeks and which player has disappointed you in that time period? I am going to go with a player that has stepped up as Victor Rask. Rask, uh, after being bumped off of the Kaprizov-Zuccarello line, uh, really has seemed to respond Uh, after being paired up with Kevin Fiala, and uh, he had a great weekend series against the Ducks with uh, an overtime winner on Saturday and uh, and a goal in Friday's game as well. So I think Victor Rask is starting to heat up, which is great for this Wild team because their uh, their center position is a little out of whack right now, something that they'll have to address in the offseason, and they will. They'll they'll take care of it. Bill Guerin will make sure that uh, we have a little bit better situation uh, in terms of centers heading into next season but Victor Rask I think is the player who has uh, definitely stepped up over the uh, the last couple of weeks and as for the player who has uh, disappointed in that same time period I am going to go with uh, Zach Parisi and that has culminated in Parisi being scratched over the uh, over the course of the weekend, he did not play in either game on Friday or Saturday, and uh, just has gotten to the point where he he really is not a productive member of this uh, this wild team, which is why he is not playing at the moment. So uh, Parisi, it's it's certainly pushing further and further to um, a, a resolution at some point in the offseason, whether he be traded or uh, or decides to retire, what what have you, but. I get the feeling that this is a situation that's going to re- be resolved uh, relatively soon because at this point, Parisi just is not adding anything to this team that uh, they're not getting from anybody else. So that uh, that is Laura's question. Jess Belmosto, who also uh, threw in a question, uh, host of Locked on Flames, asks, uh, Charlie Coyle has been gone for two seasons now. How do you feel trading him has played out for the Wild? Well... 
Not uh, not great, Jess. Um, I was a huge fan of Charlie Coyles, but uh, I understood the reasoning behind trading him. Uh, the Wilds were getting to a point where their uh, their core that they had at that time was uh, was starting to get uh, a little too expensive, and uh, they had missed their window. Their playoff window had uh, had closed, and so. Uh, it was it was time at that point to uh, to move some of those guys or try to move them for um, for any sort of assets that the wilds could bring back in whether it be draft picks or uh, or young players and uh, Ryan Donato was a promising young player I remember uh, when the trade happened uh, being pretty excited about the prospect of Donato uh, being part of this team because, he uh, he was young. He had some offensive spark to his game, but after uh, after a season in which he uh, he put up a few uh, more than a few points, his uh, his first go around with the Wild. After that, some of the uh, some of the weak points of his game really started to poke through, and um, he just he he could not really overcome that as a player. And so then uh, the trade to the San Jose Sharks happened, and. Uh, at that point, you uh, you pretty much got nothing in return for Charlie Coyle, whereas, you know, the Jason Zucker trade, uh, you at least got a first-round pick uh, from the Penguins in return. And uh, we have yet to see how that is going to play out. But um, it, it was just – it was a weird trade because it felt like it was kind of a forced trade by the Wilds, not one that they necessarily had to make, and yet they still did. But uh, yeah, really, really didn't get much other than uh, a, a handful of games from Ryan Donato, uh, in which he was uh, was good at first, but then was underwhelming after that. So, I um, that that's when I think the uh, the Wild would definitely like back if they uh, if they had the opportunity to redo uh, on that trade. Next question comes to us from Dominic O'Rourke. From Twitter, do you think there's any chance Parisi or Suter would waive his no-trade clause so the Wilds could protect other players like Lucic did for uh, Calgary? Well, I think we're trending in that direction because uh, of what we've seen from Parisi this weekend in that he has not played. And uh, I think if this con- situation continues to uh, to play out, the way that it has, uh, Parisi may end up wanting to just uh, move on. So it, it will be interesting to see if that's the route that this goes, um, because that would be a really simple way for the Wild to uh, to handle that situation is just make Parisi expendable, have uh, have Seattle take him, get that contract off the books, and uh, and be able to uh, to shore up some of those other offensive spots. Um, in free agency and beyond, because they've got some uh, they got some spots that'll be filled by uh, by youngsters, Marco Rossi, and honestly, I think Matt Boldy will play roles with this team next year. So uh, they'll have some money to uh, to spend on other spots because uh, those guys are going to come in on their entry level contracts and be relatively cheap. So uh, there will be some money to spend elsewhere if they want to try to go after a big center. Um, to uh, to help out the middle of this lineup, so it's uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. But uh, I would think if they can get one of the two to waive their no movement clauses, uh, that is going to really do some uh, some wonders for this team uh, heading into the off season. And uh, I look for Parisi to be the one that does 
if uh, if either of them uh, do that. So that uh, hopefully answers that question as well. And that will put a bow on today's episode of Locked on Wild. Uh, make sure to follow the show, as mentioned, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us at Locked on Wild on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter as well at Seth Topes. Have a great rest of your Monday. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Locked on Wild.